You're listening to the Exchange Place Podcast. Welcome to another episode of The Exchange, where our hearts, souls, and ears come together for reciprocity and transformation. I am your host, Deborah Faith, and when we get together, we explore topics that help us to better understand ourselves and one another. The Exchange is my personal invitation for you to take inventory of your life. This is our space to be free, vulnerable, transparent. So live in it, learn from it, invite others to it, and most of all, protect it. Take care of it and it will take care of you. Exchange, please. Podcast. Hey, y'all. What up? It's your host, Deborah Faith. And yo, this month, I know, as everybody and the listeners been listening in, I'm celebrating men. Mm. And I know that's a little, I feel like it's been a little awkward. <laughs> I'm going to say that from the, the, the woman perspective because it's been a little awkward because I know I actually saw a post. Um, about this that mm. like oh men are expecting nothing for Father's Day mm. um, and I just I, I want to reiterate why I'm kind of doing this um, I think the voice of a man matters I think it's missing I think it's unheard right now and the lens from which you guys speak mm. is just not being seen so I just I have some amazing men that I'm allowed to interact with and exchange with and I really have some heavy hitters here today so y'all don't know in the building we got my trainer to the left of me hey Mike Superman in the building definitely that um I love him because um, I actually haven't known Mike very long to, to be honest but I love that since I've been training with him, it's not just been a physical training. Right. Yeah. Um, and I get, we have conversations and exchanges um, that really bless me. And I think I'm in a place just for learning, learning how people think, understanding how people think, and really wanting to understand and bridge the gap. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, the conversations that I have with you made me ask you to join. So I just, I'm so happy to have you today. Absolutely. Mind, yeah. body, and soul. Mm. Yes. Yes. And we also, I'm also, also privileged enough to have Docs Diggler mm-hmm. in the building. Gang, gang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's funny is I haven't known you as long either. Um, I think I met like you, a, you got like a like year, a year yeah. Like a year in, right? And I was invited to one of the events that you do, Peace in the Park. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing meditation, exchange, just, again, wellness, Mm -hmm. just in a different way, right? right? So it's still physical, but not the level of physicality that I experience over here when I'm getting my butt whipped, right? right? Mm -hmm. But also (laughs) the physical and also just mental. So I just thought it would be amazing to bring you guys together because I think you guys do things that are similar. Right, but both ends um, of the spectrum. But different ends of the spectrum. And Mm -hmm. I love to have men in the room 
who may do different things, but to get, I want two different lenses. I feel like bridging the gap is just not, even from my perspective, but even in men to men, right? Sometimes we don't understand one another's craft or whatever, just to interchange, and I want to hear both lens. Right. So today, of course, the topics that we'll be covering this month are what <laughs> women want to know. So I think okay. I was I was just saying earlier that I think the thing that we probably on both sides of the spectrum, gender wise, that we do incorrectly is I go to women to figure out how you guys are feeling. Mm. Or how what your perspective is. Like women are talking to women about things that we have no idea that about. A man, We're can that yeah. a man can know. Yeah. And I think that's hilarious. So today I really wanna touch because I think that there's a lot of women who wanna understand how men choose women. Mm. Right? So mm. again, two different perspectives, right? <laughs> we have a married man to the left. Mm. Right. How long have you been married, Mike? Uh seventeen years. Wow. Jesus. Oh, so not only a trainer, a father I know, a husband, Beautiful right? Grandfather. Grandfather. Oh, wow. come on now. Flexing out here. Yes. <laughs> and then we have docs to the other side. And I yeah. know you you're in a relationship. In a new relationship. A new relationship yeah. But a committed relationship, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And just I know that women, because I know I'm a woman, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm in these conversations of just trying to understand how men choose their mates mm-hmm. for life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how do we... How uh, Can you guys give me some idea when, it, when in choosing? So when in choosing your wife, mm-hmm. when in choosing your new relationship, mm-hmm. like how, how do you pick? Because I know a lot of women... I, and I'll share that. I want to know what y'all think so I can share okay. the, the woman's okay. perspective. Or at least not necessarily my perspective, but I'm going to speak for the women's side of that right. and what I get to hear. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have privilege, privileged information of what to hear of why we choose. So, mm-hmm. Mike, how did you, you, 17 years in, right? Yeah, I've been mar- we've been married for 17 years. We've been together for 30 years, though. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, uh, That's a and, long and, time. And, God bless y'all. In the process... In the beginning, actually, I didn't choose her. You okay. understand what I'm saying? It was, it was more or less the whole situation chose me because I was at, I was at a point where I was had given up on monogamous relationship mm. because people understand that men get hurt too. And, and a lot of times I had been through some hurtful situations, some bad relationships mm-hmm. where I was cheated on, where I was left hurt. And I said, you know, and the people that I actually thought I could trust was the one that really turned their backs on me. And hurt me, and I realized that I said everybody's full of it, so ain't no sense in me mm. really trying to commit to nobody and just wow, just uh, just you know play the field like everybody else is doing, mm-hmm. and, and whoever's special treat them special, whoever not treat them not. So wow, what, what happened was that uh, <laughs> I'm learning. My right wife, now. my wife now, in actuality, I was with somebody else when I met my wife. Mm-hmm. But what happened? I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna do this real quick. Yeah, I had a surgery on my knee. Mm-hmm. I couldn't work. I was I was still in school and I was working downtown to pay for school. In downtown, you don't have insurance. Yeah. So I had to take off like thirty or forty days because I had surgery on my knee. Mm-hmm. The one that I was with never showed up. Mm-hmm. This other young lady that I had met at a club said, "You haven't been to the club. Where are you? Where you been?" I said, well, I'm incapacitated right now. I'm not really being able to get around. She yeah. said, well, you need some help? I said, well, you know, because I couldn't eat, right? I couldn't give you Long story short, this woman came came to my house, mm. helped me get dressed, put my socks on, helped wow. me to doctor's appointments, wow. and helped me Y'all to, hear this, ladies? Wow. 
mm-hmm. to get do everything that I needed to do for mm-hmm. the whole time that I couldn't do anything for myself. I was living alone. Yeah. And and I started to liken her, but I still had that that idea with myself where I wasn't committing to committing nobody. To anybody. Right. But okay. she stayed so long and she did so much that I started to care about her and I I realized that she was worthy of caring for. Yeah. So from there the other young lady never came back. Mm. Because she really didn't care about my situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, and then I found out she had cheated also. I want to talk mm-hmm. about that. Wow. And I, Docs, I want you to share too, but I want to talk about something that you said that just, again, sparked something that men get hurt too. Mm-hmm. I don't think as women, we feel like that always, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had another brother on the show um, last week um, who was my brother from another mother, but he talked about like how men are taught not to really show their emotions. And because we don't see, as women, you guys kind of be emotional in the sense that we're used to, mm-hmm. we feel, we there is a, like, you saying that is profound, and for the listeners hearing, I know that they're profound, because I'm just like, wow, men don't really say, like, yo, we hurt too, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, like, I think we don't have that perspective. Women are always on guard, mm-hmm. and having that, like, oh, you're gonna hurt me, when in, right. in actuality, you could be dealing with hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. Wow. That was deep. I, no, it was. Did you even have to ask her to do any of that? No, she wow. just done. Wow. And what's crazy is that ten years later, mm-hmm. I had to have surgery on my ankle. Mm-hmm. I broke my ankle, and she did the same exact thing. Wow. wow, that's what. That's why I, mar- I said I said to myself about three, four months in, I said I'm gonna marry this woman. Yeah. Wow, because she had a nurturing spirit. <laughs> yeah, and she loved you. Like, and and let me tell you something. Yeah. I'm a baby. I need to be taken care of. <laughs> right. I'm most, most of us I'm, are, bro. I'm, when I get sick, I'm a brat. I'm a baby, and I need somebody that's going to nurture yeah. me. Uh, you know, because when, yeah. I'm, when I'm up, I'm strong. I'm yeah. handling my business. But when I'm down, I'm a big old baby. But And she 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 embraced that. Both. Yeah. She embraced that, and she yeah. took care of me. You know what I mean? And, 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 you know, I take care of her as my man. As whatever aspect, as a man, I need to take care of her, I'm there. Yeah. So, so, so. You it's know, the exchange. The exchange. <laughs> it's that's the exchange. right. The exchange is that was yeah. that um, longest, you know, uh, rep- recip- you know, that's what it is. Reciprocity. 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 People don't get we that nowadays. On that. Yeah. People forget how to play ball. You know yeah. what I mean? You, when you throw ball, you throw the ball back. People like you throw the ball, literally want to keep it and walk away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, that's what causes a lot of uh, uh, problems in relationships yeah. is that people don't give back what they get. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what, though? I, I think in that, I think people haven't been taught reciprocity. We had an episode on that as well. And I think, I was talking to my son about this, that there is an exchange in whatever. And I always ask him, he's 19, right? And my 14-year-old. Like, what do people get when they get you? Right. Mm. And I don't think that that is always um, like people don't feel like they are supposed to get from a relationship. I'm like, nah, if I don't get anything, not to say what used to you to me, but basically what you like, there should be some exchange. And it doesn't always need to be because I think sometimes when I was talking to my girlfriend um, in regards to this, like when a woman says support, that's always Labeled as financial, right? And a lot of times, when at least when I'm saying it, because depending on who, who from whose mouth <laughs> you hear it, right? But when I say support and exchange and like reciprocity, that doesn't always, of course, financially, people want to be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Stable, Have somebody yeah. that is stable and can exchange back. If I'm not good, you can help. 
But at the same time, when I say support, that's not what I always mean. I'm, right. I'm thinking I want somebody who's here behind me, no different than you, Hold injuring you yourself yeah. that can, yeah. if I'm down, can you hold the weight? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? In that period of time, it might Absolutely. not be forever. But what's the exchange in that? So yeah, this I'm, is already heavy. Go I'm, ahead. I mean, with um, because you know I do couples counseling yeah. as well. Um, we've been having a men's meeting. Shout out to Above Art Studios, Black on Art Gallery. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. So we actually about to get back to it, being that you know COVID is kind of breaking up. Yeah. But we was on I think our ninth one when mm-hmm. we had to stop. And we had brothers of all different guilds, um, rich brothers, brothers in college, you know, b- yeah. uh, barely making all type of uh, ethnicities. Mm-hmm. And everybody pretty much had the same story um, wow. that they felt like no matter what they did with the particular women that they dealt with, mm-hmm. it wasn't enough. Right. And and watching my son, um, he's about to be three on Halloween. So like two and a half, a okay. little bit more than that. Yeah. He's entering the mind stage. Okay. Right. Well, he he just used to love sharing everything, and now everything is mine, mine, mine right? Mine. Yeah, and we kind of carry that into our adult nature, and this is why yoga has been so important for me. Not just when I say yoga, I mean the whole system. I don't mean like I always say no disrespect. People think it's just the white ladies at the yoga studios doing the postures. Yeah. It's a complete science of the self, right? Yeah. And one of the main parts of it is going back, well, returning to the awareness that we come from, which is everybody I interact with is inside my consciousness right mm-hmm. this whole moment even though on, on a mental level you are over here mike is over there this is happening happening inside my field of awareness yeah right yeah, so you. when you start to play with that um that ideology everything is you right so when mm-hmm. you go into a relationship whether it's walking past somebody in the street they give you a head nod you're going to want to reciprocate that energy because you realize this is a different projection and reflection of your own consciousness. This is a projection of God that needs your attention in some way, shape, or form in this moment. So when you take that approach into a relationship, there no longer is any selfishness. You want to be able to give to that person what you will want for yourself. Do you think Do you, Do you? you think it takes people a long time to get there? Absolutely. It usually take people <laughs> lifetimes, and most people yeah. check out before they get to that. Yeah. Most yeah. people don't get it. Yeah. I was about to say, because I, I, I don't know that everybody sees through that lens of like reciprocity a lot of people get into relationships and I don't think this is gender specific but I think a lot of people get into relationships with the and I'll speak for the the woman side like and I I used to be here (laughs) where it's like oh I'm looking for somebody to make me happy right right (laughs) with with not knowing like yo you have to be good can nobody make you happy right right that's impossible right. if you're not good with you like that is a whole self process mm-hmm. you can't go into a relationship looking for somebody else or even putting that pressure mm-hmm. on somebody else to make you happy so right. to speak you know what i mean that's somewhat creating you you yeah, know you can't have somebody like to create who you are who you are exactly and, and, and you give somebody that responsibility they can easily take it away when they give it yeah. So about that, that's why I had to find out for myself that being happy was more or less an inside job because right. yeah. I can't have something. When it comes to being happy, mm-hmm. occurrences make me happy. My children, my grandchildren's birthdays, yeah, graduations, yeah. my mitzvahs, anything, anything <laughs> bring joy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But a lot of times that don't stay. Yeah. Right. Once yeah. this, once the situation is gone. You back to normal. You back yeah. to who you are, and it's and then maybe something else will happen that's gonna make you happy. So I decided that you know it's it's more for me. I have to stay content within myself, yeah. right? where where I understand that things are gonna happen. But I and when things don't go the way that I want them to go, I can't totally go off the edge of the earth. Yeah, right. I have yeah. to understand that thing. I'm a man. I have to handle my business and do what's necessary to be done. And and a lot of times, when I when I did 
find myself happy with a certain person, mm-hmm. it was because what we both brought to the table, not because of what one person done. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it when it comes to my wife, it's like when I'm, I'm sitting, here, I was sitting here listening to y'all just now, and mm-hmm. I'm saying how listening listening to my mind saying how 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 we come together, you know, because of the consciousness and everything like that, and 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 basically all of us being one, mm-hmm. and 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 the thing is that when it was with me and my wife, we never had to work it out. Mm. That's good. It just happened. Mm. It, it was good. it was a thing where that's my partner. I got you. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I got you. And and still to this day, after 30 years, she still treats me the same and I still treat her the I same. I love right. that. And and I the thing that. and the thing is that that you know, um, there's never been no mistrust where I'm in her phone or she's mm. She tell me she going to the moon. I say, I'll see you when you get back. <laughs> Bring me a I'm rock. going to the moon. You know Bring because, me some back, baby. Because the bottom line is that, is that that's not what we was focused on yeah. in the whole process of the, in the yeah. whole scheme of things. The whole scheme of things was that we got a world to conquer, and together we can do it. We can do it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? And, that, and that's what happens with the finances, too. Like, going back to the, the cu- uh, couples counseling that I do. Yeah. A lot of those brothers are affluent, doing their thing financially. But we have prioritized as men, and society has told us to do it. Our women have, have told us to do it. Mm-hmm. But we prioritize the financial aspect of provision so much that we've gone lifetimes without focusing on any other aspect of I ourselves. Agree. So we could have all the bills paid, get Most you all definitely. the little trinkets and all the little gifts. But at the end of the day, these women still get bored. These women still feel unfulfilled because they aren't being provided for those other levels. I think I think those are good conversations to have because. Again, my, my dad, God rest his soul, um, was a provider. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how he loved us. Um, but when I was younger, he wasn't around like that because he was providing. Right. And though I understood the provi- the provision part, right. we missed out on a lot of the interaction. Thank God I was able to get that later on. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? It was It wasn't... It wasn't what I desired as a kid because right. I didn't understand money. You wanted time. Right? I wanted time, <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so I, I think... Like, I, I totally agree with you. I think it's a societal thing. And not that women don't want to be provided for. Um, I think that people need to have conversations of what provision looks exactly. like and what they need when they say, I need provision. Um, and not my dad thought a lot of things like his thing was money. Right. Right. And even so. He, so he left here. He was a he was going to make sure things were all, uh, OK. And I, I respect that. I really do. And thank God I got more time with him. Right. You know what I mean? As I got older. But I, I missed. I never had daddy and daughter days. You mm. know what I'm saying? When I was little, I never mm-hmm. had that because he was busting his butt right. to make no sure Provide, that yeah. the roof was over my head right. and whatever. And again, I appreciate it better now. But in relationships, I think I think that is lost when right. somebody's just because I'm I like financial things. Cool. Of course, everybody wants help. But I, I also need the emotional part and the mm. emotional piece. I want to get back to Doc's. Like, I know you're in a new relationship. Yes. Um, and I want to talk about that selection. Mm-hmm. Like, what made you go that route? And, right. you know, what was it about her right. that was like, this is it. Right. Um, I want to commit. I know you're a handsome guy. You're out there. You. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people are, you know what I mean? You, women are approaching and right. all that. So out of every selection, what made you choose her? Well, Mike kind of stole my answer because um, <laughs> I didn't select either. It was actually at a point where I didn't want anything. Um, right. mm-hmm. I was coming out of, as you you know, um, yeah. I was coming out of my previous relationship with my son's mother. Shout out to Loran. Still got a, immense love yeah. for her. Um, you know, we went through some rough spots figuring out this new trajectory of how we're going to be a unit and a family, but we're Absolutely. figuring it out. Um, but mm-hmm. I was coming out of that space. So um, even going into the 
relationship with her, I was in a year of celibacy. Mm-hmm. I was learning how to enjoy my own energy, my own time, loving myself, not, not even masturbation, nothing like that. Yeah. Like just getting in touch with God. So to come out of that relationship and proposing to her at 36 years old, in my mind is like, yo, this going to work forever. Okay. And then you got a three year stint, and it's like, all right, you right back in the same place, so to speak, right? Yeah. So, so do you I'm, think? Do you think you feel like you failed at that point? No, nah, there is no failure. Okay. I, I, I feel like every relationship works because it's not necessarily about staying together forever. Some people is going to have that. Yeah. It's about what you're supposed to learn from the person. Okay. And, that's um, a good perspective. So even if that lesson is painful, yeah. it's still uh, doing what it's supposed to do for you. Okay. Right. So okay. Um, when I was coming out of that space, I didn't want nothing. I, I didn't even want to look at a woman in a romantic way, partly because I was hurt. Mm-hmm. And then partly because I started to realize it was still more cultivation and solitude that I needed. You so needed I was enjoying yourself. my space outside of the parameter mm-hmm. of fatherhood and husband to behood. Okay. Um, so when I stumbled onto Candace, shout out to my baby Candace Love Roberson, um, amazing person, van, van life celebrity, skincare line, yeah, all type of stuff, right? Girl. So when I first saw her, it was it was um her birthday, and of course she's beautiful. It was like a picture of her like in the wild, you know, bikini on, but. It, I saw past that. I read her caption. And her caption talked about her being out of a relationship for four years and just traveling the world, enjoying her solitude. Mm -hmm. And the way she wrote it, you can't fake the way she put that. In, in words, I right? So I just had an immense. Um, so you saw her. I yeah, mean, I saw her. Saw her. I, exactly. I, I mean, I know what you mean. Right. Like, not physically saw her, right. but you saw her. Right. And for her that. to be in a physical package, she is. She could easily rest on those laurels. Yeah. But for her to go that deep within herself, it just impressed me. So I knew from that moment, I just want to support this woman. Mm-hmm. I wasn't interested about getting in her inbox, hollering at her. So you know, like I do with her, I just yeah. start sharing her stuff. Never had a conversation yeah. or nothing like that. And she hit me up like maybe two weeks later and just thanked me and you know she got a lot of followers so i'm like for you to take the time to do that where you could easily be bougie and snobby and just expect that that impressed me as well that opened up the line of communication and it was still three or four months before it even turned into anything remotely romantic it was just us learning each other as people as friends and then you know at a certain point it got to a point where we was like hold up <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> maybe this something else yeah, yeah no doubt yeah I love that. Yeah. I love so, that. So yeah, you don't cho- you don't find a mate. You don't choose a mate. Right. You do the work on yourself. The universe takes care of the rest. I yeah. love Absolutely. that. I love that. So ladies, look, work on yourself. <laughs> Men, work on yourself, and all of those things will come in there. So characteristic wise, though, do mm-hmm. you think after, or you think all of that takes care of itself? Yeah. Like, every so aspect. you think every aspect you find? I don't want to say find. You just you encounter your soulmate. Look, look, I, look, I, I look how crazy that. it is, right? Um, <laughs> and I, I feel like every relationship we get in is a step closer to what our soul is asking for, right? Okay. And it may take people five years stint, a two month stint, but everybody incrementally is working their way to the soul request. Mm-hmm. So in this relationship, you know, I, I barely eat. Like I'm pretty much raw vegan. I eat once once a day, if that. So I'm with somebody who doesn't even eat. She just juices all day, right? Okay. <laughs> I'm with somebody so that... she would love Amber. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm with somebody that appreciates solitude, appreciates silence. Um, she lives in another state, right? So for us to even exist in this space, there has to be wow. a certain level of trusting yourself and who you chose right. to be able to trust mm-hmm. them. So we don't got to be up under each other all the time in a physical way. We can flex in different ways. Like our first date was in what we call the ethos. And I would definitely suggest this to couples. Um, What is that? So we literally just play in our imagination. And even to a certain degree, imagination is a real experience for you. Like when you dream, even though it's a dream, it's a real experience. 
If, if I had a machine, I could come into your dream and tap you on the shoulder while yeah. you on a I date mean, with Denzel. Dream. I'm like, yeah. you know you dreaming, right? <laughs> yeah, Doc, what are you doing here, first of all? Yeah. And this is not a dream. It's a dream. Right? Yeah. So we go into the ethos. We close our eyes, lay down, turn off the lights, and just let our imaginations explore with each other's consciousness. And we literally end up on <laughs> crazy pieces of the... So co- how are y'all talking? No, it's, it's no, nah, we t- phone is off. We say, all right, 15 minutes. <laughs> like, and okay. we go in. And when we come back, we exchange what, what happened for you. And it'd be so, like, close together. It's crazy. Like, going okay. into the ethos is nuts. But I say all that to say that at the point where I left the last relationship, I'm like, not only do I not want to look at another woman that way, I don't feel like I'm ever going to be able to manifest somebody that's in my type of frequency that can appreciate me and flex on this level. And across the board, like, we are completely, like, locked in on every level. So you do the work. It's going going to happen exactly how you want. Okay, so definitely a lot of self-work, right, to get there. Um... Definitely, again, different. Your and what do you call it? Uh, excuse me, ethos. The ethos. The yeah. ethos. Mm-hmm. And definitely from Mike. Just I think you said you just got to a place that you knew that your wife was your wife. Like three months right. in, mm-hmm. that that was who um, you needed. Or uh, do do you feel like it? It was something that you needed at the time that you didn't realize you needed. Because no, like, both of y'all kind of said the same thing. Like, oh, yeah. I wasn't looking right. for it, but it kind of came, and I decided that well, this was see, it. See, one thing about me is, like, uh, what's different about what people think about me is that I'm not a womanizer. You understand know what Do I'm people saying? think that about you, Yeah, right? they actually do. Um, because I'm... You, Deb, like, you, you, I mean, you see how how women gravitate towards me in a, in a certain way where they feel my energy. Yeah, absolutely. They feel my energy. And I yeah. take, I'm, a, I'm a nurturer. I take care of Absolutely. Them. So, and in, in, in more than men, women need taken care of. Yeah. Right. And a lot do. of them are with men that don't nurture their emotions, that right. don't nurture their feelings. So, so I'm, I'm a person that I feel. So, so. Definitely. I, I, I have a lot of women that gravitate towards me and talk to me about certain things and then get close to me. We hug. We sit close. Yeah. You know, you know that about all of us. Oh, all of y'all do that. I was that about to say, but that, I think but that's the thing that is, environment. Then when other people on the outside looking in, they see something different. You uh. understand what I'm saying? So, so with, with me battling that, and even when I was younger, I was never the type that was going to just have sex with somebody and I didn't know them. I yeah. don't do that. That's not something I'm going to do. Like yeah. my boy said, yo, come on in. I said, I'm not doing that. I don't know them. Yeah. He said, man, but I don't care. Yeah. I'm not coming in there. Yeah. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And I was young and I was like 16, 17 yeah, years old. I got but that. But the thing is, when when I met my wife, it was more or less uh, we was we was we was club buddies. We we partied a little bit. I was here in the club once in a while, uh-huh. and 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 you know she 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 had heard the, the uh, rumors and everything. Yeah. And even at the door, the bouncer would say, "Oh, this is my man right here. He get all of these." I said, "No, I don't. Why you say that?" I said, "No, I don't." Right. I okay. said, "I dress nice. I take care of myself." Yeah. You know what I mean? The ladies gravitate towards me because we talk, we smile, we have fun. But I don't get all the ladies. Right. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So, I don't even she, want all the ladies. But, 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 but she <laughs> had, she, she had, she had got a window that rumor herself. herself you know what I'm so when she started dealing with me, she was still in like a, a, a place where she was kind of reluctant. And but protected. she cared about me. But she 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 overlooked all that to to find out who the real who me you was. Were, yeah. You know what I mean? And I all think the time, that's interesting, Mike. Only because, um, and I want to say this publicly. I think you know. I think that. 
what you provide as a trainer mm-hmm. um, goes beyond that, right? right? And it's really a family that we have. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I'm saying? And I think as women, whether it's women who don't have their fathers, women who are in bad relationships right. or whatever, like there, it's just a safe place. It's kind of like here, but outside of here. Let me, if let that me, makes let me sense. tell you something. You might experience it yourself. Mm-hmm. It comes to a point. You want to train. You want to stay in shape. You want to stay healthy. Yeah. But you get tired. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to go. But you don't want to stay away from the energy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I've got to be where the family at. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you still continue to come to the gym because you're missing people. You're missing <laughs> the energy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that's basically... When I always talk about the methods to my madness, it's just that I keep these people together in a sense where we go, um, I'm going to change lives through fitness. You do. You know what I'm saying? And you and, do. And, and absolutely. You and, do. and basically because I let people know that they, we don't always have to look at a lot of other genres of that, 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 that life consists of in order to be good at what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We have to pay attention to what's really making us. Because a lot of times people can come into fitness and be successful and, and make goals and, and, and reach these goals and then other aspects of their life become Improve. easy. I was about to say you that. What I'm saying? And, and I love that about both of what you guys do. Um, I think me and Docs, we've had a therapy session once, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was very, very interesting, very, very um, self-aware mm-hmm. for me and like things that I needed to look at and all of that. And I think, again, I'm at a place where I'm just trying to be a better version of me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Mentally, spiritually, physically, right. emotionally, everywhere. And yeah, I I I feel I feel that like your piece in the park mm-hmm. and extreme gym mm-hmm. give that to me in different aspects. So I for me, I'm always searching for that space. So definitely not a womanizer. One hundred percent. No, uh, no. I was, that's why I was like, what? <laughs> I don't like people I like, like that. What? I don't, <laughs> yeah, I was about I'm, to say. First of all, just just your your whole stature is like most people. It's like you got to get to know Mike because yeah, Mike yeah, like look. The it's, it's like, like it's I don't like, want nobody over here viewing about your business. Right, so come like, here. I got women that I train at seventy five years old. Yeah, wow. and then I got women that I girls that I train at seventeen. I know, and I talk to them the same. Right. I know you. I'm one what of are them. you doing? <laughs> I didn't ask you to do that. I need yeah. you to do this. Yeah. And, and it's basically because I don't look at them no different. They're my they're my people. They're my friends. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of times I had to be secure in what I was doing in order to be good at what I'm doing. Yeah. Because because I have people's lives in my hands. You do. You understand you what I'm saying? And, I both of you guys mm-hmm. do. And, right. and a lot you of do. times, you know, um, steering people in the way that because when go. when 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 I was first in a relationship. That 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 I that, that failed. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say I failed. Yeah. Or she failed. The relationship failed in the sense where we wasn't both mature enough to really bring what it took to, to the table to, to have, have a relationship. a relationship. And a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of men um have to have a certain status quo in order to uphold a relationship. They need to bring something to the table. And a lot of times you don't understand. You don't need to do that. You can do that together. Mm. And it, and it's like all right. I'm gonna bring so a I, car. You I, can't bring a car. Let me what ask y'all cars? a question, right? Because I, I I think that that is something that I've been told by men. Like they want to get. Is this a cop out? Let me help me out, mm. right? But like I want to be a certain level of stable before I'm in a relationship. The so, man saying that. The man. Or? Okay. The man. The man. Like I don't feel like I'm stable enough to be able to provide or take care of you or whatever. Like I've heard that mm-hmm. in my lifetime. Is that a true statement or is that a cop out? 
And I think it's a lot of validity to that statement. I think it's a message. Like, I have this technique called uh, follow the drip that mm-hmm. I do in my sessions. Yeah. And I just correlate a lot of pop culture, hip-hop. You know, I'm a hip-hop artist, too, yes, and all of that. Yes, you are. Um, so, yeah, follow the drip, the Jerry Curl era. I mean, people was walking around here dripping. We would say follow the drip and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I correlate that to the fact that every thought, emotion, and experience is like a, a Hail Mary pass from your spirit. Mm-hmm. Trying to get to your conscious mind. And a lot of times there's that disconnect. So okay. they don't end up making it. So a thought like that is something I used to have too when I was quote unquote down and out was, um, you know, I can't be in a relationship till I get myself right. To a certain degree, um, there is some some loopholes in that. But for the most part, that's just your spirit saying, work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean, don't even go, don't even allow this energy that needs to be directed towards you to be thinking about uh, well, what what type of woman I going am I going to have when I get to that point. Just let all of that go and mm-hmm. literally, literally fall in love the... with what you need to do for yourself. So what's funny about that is, um, I've always, so I, and I'm going to be honest, which I always am on the show, is right. that that to me was always an excuse mm-hmm. um, because I. I feel like, yo, when you meet whoever, kind of like what y'all said, even if you never, you didn't feel ready. Like, I feel like you weren't, both of y'all kind of said, I wasn't in a place to date. Okay. I wasn't looking for a woman, right? You Mm -hmm. said, hey, I was dating somebody, but I wasn't in a commitment stage Mm -hmm. of that. But at the same time, when you met the right person, Mm -hmm. it just happened naturally. So, okay, here's here's one of the loopholes, too, right? Because (laughs) when I met uh, my son's mother, Mm -hmm. Um, I was coming off a disability. You know, I had went blind in my left eye. I had kidney issues. A lot yeah, of what started yeah. my growth or whatever. But um, I didn't have, like, a secure job. I was just coming off a disability. Um, I was hustling jewelry. Like, all, you know what I mean? All type of yeah, stuff. you trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. Yeah. So I established a relationship in that space even when I was doing meditation at that point everything was free like one of my people that was coming was like yo you gotta start charging for it. I wasn't even thinking about it on that level with no money in my pocket outside of what I was getting from disability okay. so even with me paying attention to myself and falling in love with that self work on surface on mm-hmm. paper I wasn't ready for no relationship okay. and the energy that she brought to the table um, when my son was on the way the energy that he pulled in from the other side of the ethos quote unquote my uh, abundance just started to sprout and there was a lot of fear in, in the beginning, like, yo, I'm not I'm not ready for this. But okay. the universe was ready for me to be ready. I had to take that leap of faith and allow myself to be in that relationship mm-hmm. when on paper it didn't match it didn't up. It didn't look yet. right. Yeah. Right. I, I think I was about to say, I, I think that, again, most people aren't at a place. Did you express that to her at the time? Absolutely. Absolutely, and, but she was still in the relationship yeah. as y'all as it progressed. Yeah, she, I mean, she, she, she can we curse on her? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she was you she, she to, was with the S H I T S. I say it like you that. Can she curse was with it. Here. I'm she not necessarily it. that. Yeah, no like doubt. That, but but yeah. nah, she, she was with it, and she, yeah, you know, you I was you. I was providing for her in other ways where, um, of course, the financial stuff like started to skyrocket. Um, as mm-hmm. far as my business that I didn't even know was button at the time. Okay, but I was able to provide for her in other ways that she had never received provision before. Okay, so she was willing. And based on that, having some level of reciprocity in areas she really wanted it in okay. to be able to work with me on the other stuff till I figured it okay. out and helped me figure it out. Gotcha. Yeah. I think that I think that's go ahead, Mike. Were you yeah, gonna say um, something? You said talking about stability. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here listening to Doc and I'm like, this guy is so self aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm uh, how old are you? 
I'm about to be 40, uh, June 26. Yeah. Don't look 25 years old. <laughs> I appreciate you, my brother. Um, I'm, I'll be 60 in two years. Oh, my God. And, 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 and I haven't reached the level of consciousness that he has of himself. Mm. Wow. Yet. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like I'm like learning so much just sitting mm. here listening. Yeah, I'm Likewise. learning, too. You know what I'm saying? saying? But, but the thing is, when it comes to stability... We, we would say that a man, a, a, a man that's a true man, I'm not going to say a real man because all men are real men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to say a true man that's true to what his, 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 uh, his, his process is, mm-hmm. is going to want to be stable. But mm-hmm. you got a lot of men that don't care about being stable. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got a lot of women that accept that. Mm-hmm. And then what this does is create more men that don't care about being stable. Yeah. Right. So, so you, got, you got women that will lead the comforts of a home with their family with their with with their mother, their father, even though they they grown, they don't have a place of their own, but they live with their mother, their father, yeah. to date a man and be homeless right. with this man, right. and that's no stability at all. No. But a lot I'm of times, of women. women will will opt for love before they opt for stability. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, man, right now, men, a lot of younger men coming up now are, are are doing things that these women are accepting. That's definitely not. What a man need to bring yeah. to the table, right. but I think I think you know what's missing, and I, I I'm gonna go back. I think that men aren't aren't having a lot of conversations with men. It's not mm. a lot of times that we sit in a room like this, and how you said like the exchange of mm. like even what Docs is giving you, mm-hmm. and that here's the thing. You're a lot older, right? right? That somebody older can even accept something yes. from somebody uh, younger. Open. But that's what I'm saying, to mm-hmm. be open. Mm-hmm. I was talking about that in the other show that, like, my son's 19. He runs my whole stock portfolio. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, and But there's a level of openness because you always get, even as parents, some people are like, I'm your mother or I'm your father. Mm. Like, they don't feel like that they've raised somebody enough that they can go out and learn something that I don't have. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot more of this, I'm just sitting here and I feel like, I almost feel like I want to cry because mm. I feel like we need to do a lot more of this with men even talking to men. Like, I don't think men have these conversations right. like or corrections. Like, a lot of men that you even spoke about or that are going down that path and they don't know no better. Like, right. some of the, it's some, now don't get me wrong, there are some fools out yeah. here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. In both categories. Not, I don't want to talk about just the men without talking about the women. Because <laughs> there's some younger women, I'm like, who raised? I did a topic on that too. <laughs> who raised you? Right? No, seriously. But I don't necessarily think that a lot of times when we see that it's a place to kind of be like yo my man like Mm -hmm. and really school them on the proper way and everybody's journey is going to be different but I think there's like a a overall thing that people need to know that some women young women I'm like who again who raised you Mm -hmm. like I don't know where you get that from. And I've learned how to be like, come here, man. <laughs> Let me have a right. conversation with the, with you. But I, I definitely don't feel like, first of all, men don't talk as much as we do. Right. I think it's something like, I think you guys, a day, we give like 2,000 words and y'all are like 700. <laughs> I'm like, right, less than that. Yeah, you guys, how we communicate is very different. I'm doing the topic on right. that, but I don't want to get too much into it. But it's a whole, I mean, down from physical touch to eye contact like it's a whole different way that um, men men deal with a lot of egotistical issues yeah why is that though Mike do you think and it's basically because people are more about saving face before they want to save their life mm. you understand what I'm saying wow the way people look want, want to be looked at by society or by the people that's around them wow. is totally opposite to who they are yeah and, and a lot of times we paint a picture for people that they really don't be able to decipher because we're really not giving them who we truly are. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and like, for me, 
I don't, I'm, I'm really transparent. I don't have. I, I need you to understand who I am so you can know my truth yeah. and treat me accordingly. Accordingly, because yeah. so many people get mistreated because they're not really showing people who they truly who they are. are. Right. Yeah. I think people have problems with truth as, as it is. I don't know if it's just that. And I, I'm going to talk about me. Cause the truth I, hurts. The truth hurts. And I think being yourself, sometimes people are afraid that people won't accept them. Mm. Um, and I, I'm going to talk about me because I know I went through that when I was younger of just like kind of now I'm just like, listen, this is who I am. Do you Absolutely. like me, love me, or, you know, I'm probably not. I'm not for everybody. Yeah. But I think mine was more acceptance mm. of being accepted and making people feel like I used to call myself a chameleon because mm. I could give you right. the different pieces of me that I knew that people could handle. Mm. I would, but I would dumb and certain instances I would dumb, dumb down, down who right. I am like and people be like Am, Am said to me the other day she's like yo you deep sometimes and people be you know you be losing people but I'm like I don't want to I don't want to not be me Man. and I now I'm at a point where I'm like yo get in where you fit in we can learn from one another because I don't think anybody remember a quote that I put up before I said Dave you don't have to let people go you yeah. don't have to you know, stop messing with people because as you grow, the wrong people gonna fall off. Absolutely. I know that's right. They're gonna fall Absolutely. off like dead leaves. Yeah. And as you continue to grow and work on yourself and manifest who you truly are, the real people gonna stay aboard and they gonna they gonna change with I you. Agree. They gonna grow with you. But the ones that's not necessary are gonna go away. Yeah. Because they're looking for a certain energy. They're looking for a certain a vibration. Certain, yeah. And them, them, that's not what we want to be. Yeah. And that's what I had to understand for myself. I lost somebody. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's going on? I said, I love this person. What, what's wrong? Yeah. They don't understand. But then I had to realize that they was trying to continuously do things in their life that totally kept them buried. Yeah. And Stop. I'm trying to grow up out of the dirt. Yeah. I'm not trying to live where they're living. So I had to realize to myself, I'm like, you can love them, but you got to love them from a distance. Yeah. And continue to grow in your own direction. Because a lot of times... Uh, you can't help people that's not willing to help themselves. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? That's why they call it growing pains. Absolutely. That's why they call mm-hmm. it growing pains. Because there will be people, and this is, I think, more to the listeners, like there will be people as we grow, as women and men, as, you know, in relationships, whether those are friendships or um, intimate relationships, that we really have to, you know, it's hard to let them go. Right. It, it is. It is. I've been there. I had so many transitional relationships. Even when you had um, a million reasons uh, you need to. Yeah, it's just like some things you know you're gonna be better after they leave and I am right you know what I mean I've seen the growth and then you know even with partnership you said something docs that was like profound and I was thinking you know when you're with the right people because you're able to see growth in your own thing and when you were talking about um your son's mom and when y'all first got together and where you were and to see what she brought there and even your new relationship I'm sure you're seeing the fruit of that you know what I mean and when you're with the right person um with the right partnerships not just relationally but just connected to Mm -hmm. the right people I feel like you will get the right things and what God has for you I always say for me um friendships and that kind of thing for me um that I was literally and I'm literally able to see certain relationships that I wanted to keep Mm. you know what I'm saying but like 
seeing where I am, I know looking back, I would not be where I am if certain people were in my life. And mm-hmm. that's scary. Yeah. But it's like, I know that I wouldn't grow with them because they could only see me right. in this box or this, you know what I'm saying, this big. They couldn't see the layers of me. Well, maybe, maybe they was in a box. Right. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I just told one of my clients uh, maybe two days ago mm-hmm. um, when Joe Button was still a, a rapper before a podcaster. Yeah. He had this lyric where he says, you can't, uh, you can't still second and keep your foot on first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so you got to be able I to. I like that. Yeah, you got to be able to let go. And I'm like, kind of going back to, I want to commission uh, the men that's going to watch this episode. Um, you know, we've been doing a lot of marching, a lot of protesting. Yeah. Um, we'll get up in arms when one of our, our brothers will get mowed down by police officers. Mm-hmm. A lot of us just feel like we don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I realize how powerful it is for us to just get in the room, like you said, and be yeah. able to talk. So. We created the platform. We had a lot of men coming out, even if it's just the men in your family. Yeah. To Let go, me know go when that man can yeah, about to start love, back up again soon. I would love to. I know, you know, I, I grew up around men. Right. Um, I was the only girl amongst a whole lot of men. Right. Um, but I would love to share that with Absolutely. people. And I, I, this month, even though this is a month, I feel, even in this moment, like more... Um, just pulled to to do more right. with men, and I, I've always the exchange is supposed to be that always that I always wanted the male perspective mm-hmm. and the woman perspective because I feel like in bridging the gap that I feel like is like this big, right. and times have changed, culture is so into it, everybody's society, and then what everybody's talking to one another, but nobody's like coming in a room exactly. to really having those conversations and everybody wants to be right but at the end of the day we all just really want to be understood exactly and with understanding then we can bridge those gaps like right. I'm, I'm praying that these episodes when we come together and like sit down as people are listening like as the listeners right. are watching that they're really getting this like I it, it's not a attack right. on one another because I get it on both sides you know what I mean I talk to a lot of men mm-hmm. I talk to a lot of women but that I had to even correct somebody I was telling y'all about a post I had to correct somebody with a post that they sent and they sent it as humor mm-hmm. Um, about that it says something like oh hey fathers get ready for getting nothing Mm. on Sunday Mm. right and I was thinking I'm like you know again before I probably would have laughed at that and I was like I said no we got to change the narrative of that and they were like yeah but and I said I you know I learned my dad was a man's man he was he was a man's man he was always Providing, he didn't. He was just. He. Was, I don't want to say he was quiet because he wasn't. He was a quiet storm. He was. You know. He spoke when he needed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll say that. But the one thing I learned about him as I grew up, and even getting him gifts or doing anything special for him, was like I learned to meet him where he was. I learned who he was so I could give to him in the correct manner. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, like, I know he don't like to go out, so I'm not taking you out for Father's Day. But I can bring—I know you like to eat, right. <laughs> so I'm going to bring you food, right. right? I know you sit on the porch and you want to have conversations, so that's where we're going to go. I know you like Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. So like, there's ways around that. But, like, even a woman—again, in a woman group—I mean, this is a woman text group. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When somebody sends something like that, that's about men— you kind of, everybody normally goes in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was like, nah, let's change the narrative of that because there are good men in this world. Like, Absolutely. we don't want to put that in the atmosphere. And then you have the younger, we're almost teaching what's happening to the 12-year-old daughter that you have in your home mm-hmm. while you talking or texting this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like, you're already implanting that right. into their subconscious. So, 
at 10 years old, they already saying men ain't no good and da 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 da. And it's like, sweetheart, you do you you know what I'm saying? Right. Are, are you did you even he hit puberty yet? You know what I mean? And where I felt like unconsciously doing that to men and doing that to women, where we already have a view of what that right. looks like prior to even engaging in relationships. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so what people we, need to know is that doubt. Yeah. Has has killed more more situations and more success than failure ever would. Right. Mm. See, because you can fail over and over again until you reach your point of a success you want to be. That's what I say. I think failure is a part of success. But when you come to <laughs> self doubt, you never get in the arena. You Dang. never join the fight because you already you got already in your mind yourself out and counted the whole situation out. Yeah. She's totally dis- disregarded men when she said that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And, 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 and it's understandable because a lot of times. It ain't about all men when she said that. It's about the it's men about she It's about the men that she experienced. And I, I think that's mm-hmm. what I I, I, um, I fight so much towards. Because I've had, I've had good relationships. I've had bad relationships. I don't equate those to all men. Mm-hmm. I, right. You know what I mean? I know that that certain person isn't in a certain place. Where this person may be in a certain place, but maybe we're not good together. Right. You know what I mean? And, and I can separate that. But I think we need to do more of that. More of just like what you said, Mike, mm-hmm. is correction of that. And, right. and I hate to say, well, no, it is correction. It's correction and then showing people a different way. Like, right. how do we get better? If I, if I don't know, you know what I mean? A, a man who's raised without a father and th- without uncles and trying to figure it out and looking to, you know, the social media and all of that. And these younger people that are coming up, social media is how they're learning. Yeah, of course. And, it, you know, it's scary. So we do need to get more environments like that. So I love, Docs, when you get that, definitely. Yeah. I will definitely share from and, the show and, and everything. And for the brothers who may not be in this region or may not have access to it, we're probably going to start streaming it at a certain point. Yeah. Like I said, just get with the men in your family yeah. once a month. Like, it don't got to be. And that's the thing with men a lot of times. It can be a little more no frills than, you know, when it comes, you know, yeah, the ladies want to have it. You know, they little uh, delicates. You know, they little <laughs> fools and all. I mean, yeah, we don't need that. They all, gotta look all, all, all we got to do is get, like I said, when we go to the to the space, of course, it's an art gallery, mm-hmm. but we just have a little bit of food for us to eat and we just kick back and talk. It's like really no layout of how we're going to do it. We just get the brothers in the room and go at it. And it was actually one exchange. It was a, I think he was 79 years old, a Pan-African like warrior. Like he'd been, mm-hmm. he'd been through a lot of generations of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was this 19-year-old kid, college kid. Um, he had just had a, a very intense breakup, and he was going through a lot with his mother that he was raised by. Father mm-hmm. wasn't around. So they had a moment where they exchanged, where they was able to connect across all these different generational lines. These two entities are not supposed to be in the same room, mm-hmm. according to how we, you know, exchange as men. Mm-hmm. Everybody just got silent, and both them brothers broke down. Uh, 79-year-old Pan-Africanist, 19-year-old Ruckus kid, and then the whole place kind of... We were trying to hold it back, but everybody, everybody just started yeah. letting it go. And it, what they exchanged helped both of them at the same time being that um, different in generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So these spaces, more so than marching, more so than any money that we can compile and all of that, just starting to be able to have these conversations and be able to pass this wisdom down both yeah, ways. that yeah. exchange. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So, does anybody have some words of wisdom for? I mean, we already didn't gave them. I, I mean, I got my my words of wisdom that basically, you know, it's not necessarily a choice; it just happens, mm-hmm. and that you guys are really, as far as choosing women, um, it just happens. Yeah, it absolutely. happens, and it's a natural. It's more of a natural thing than a 
than a conscious, yeah. I'm going to select yeah. you. It becomes effortless. It's an effortless mm-hmm. process. Yeah, and I say um, just uh, to go like a little sciencey, because um, before I got to the spiritual aspect of things, even when I was out here hustling, doing a bunch of craziness, um, I was always interested in quantum mechanics. Okay. I just was always, I had a science Expl- type of mind. I was mind. about to say explain, because yeah, I so feel qua- like this going to be qu- Quantum mechanics is just, you know, the... the su- you, can y'all hear? Right. Yeah. Um, quantum mechanics is the subatomic world. So, you know, we know atoms to a certain degree is the smallest piece of energy in the human body. Mm-hmm. Now we know it's a bunch of levels underneath that. Okay. So that's the quantum world, like quarks and all this different stuff. Y'all can check it out, look it up. Very interesting. But it's the essence of what makes physical reality. Mm-hmm. So with uh, scientists analyzing this, they was able to discover the smallest unit of time called Planck time. P-L-A-N-C-K, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. So Planck time, they realized that time isn't linear as we think it is. So we think we just had this duration of moments that we would call our past hour. Mm -hmm. But they realized that um, the smallest unit they can measure is flashing. It's not linear. It's flashing at a rate that we can't really detect unless you start to slow down the mind via meditation. It's flashing at a rate of like 1,144 times per second. Dang. Right? So with the quantum world, the energy isn't biased. Mm-hmm. It will reshape your world around what you believe in, in between each flash. Okay. So people think they got to wait for a New Year's resolution or oh, I'm going to get my life right and all this other stuff. But you got 1,144 times per second to believe something different. Wow. Before you even start to go to the gym or go to start the... Just start to shift that train of thought that's going in the direction of doubt. Let me just start believing differently. Let me see if I could do that for one day. Just believe everything different than I've been believing uh, going into this day. And I guarantee you things will start to unfold in the direction of what you believe you couldn't do. You know what is powerful is always I have this uh, thing that I say is where your mind goes or where your mind is, your life goes. Absolutely. And Mike even talks about this a lot. Um, But like what you believe and where your mind is, like even if I if I come to the gym with a mindset of like, oh, I ain't gonna be able to do it or whatever. You're never going to be able to do that because you've Mm -hmm. already set the standard up here. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like change your mind, change your life. And I don't know if that's corny or not, but it it's true. You know what I mean? Once how you believe and how you think. So, I mean, think it. So is he like for real. Right. And that that is like to the to the heart. True. Yeah. But as I was listening to Doc, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm listening to the science part Mm -hmm. and what he was saying. And I was lost for a minute. Mm-hmm. But then when he got to the <laughs> yeah. to the moral, to what it really actually yeah, meant, I've done that. You right. understand what I'm saying? Right. And yeah. didn't even know what the hell I was doing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? He because was explaining. I, I was there, too. I was like, yeah, I know. When, I was he, when too. he reached the, 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 the top of the pyramid, yeah. I understood what he was right. saying. Absolutely. Because the bottom line is that they, in order to grow as a man, you got to understand where you came from. Mm. And you have to understand that the, the things that you do are manifested through your thoughts. Mm. Yeah. And whatever you think about doing... You had to be the put a thought process in. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you want to get somewhere else, you got to think about being in that place. Yeah. And, 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 and like a lot of motivational speakers say, you know, success, be there. Right. Yeah. Even if you're not there yet, imagine yourself right. being there. Yeah, we and, already and, and put forth the effort to make it. <laughs> you know, and, and, and um, as far as the uh, marriage, when, when, you know, like you said, you know, you just, it just happens, you know what I mean? What happens too is that with a lot of men, when it's happening, they trying to kind of get reluctant. You know what I mean? Why and, do you think that is? I think that is because a lot of times men, a lot of men that come from the hood where I'm come from, I'm come yeah. from, talk about where I'm come from, okay. right? Yeah. A lot of them got a, got a thing where they got to, you know, uh, pay homage to, to, to the fellas. 
You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Well, they got to... Uh, I know what you mean. They got to live up to the creed. Mm. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and when you do certain things that, that put you closer to your woman, it brings you further away from them. Gotcha. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, and a lot of times, a lot of guys will, 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 will stop in their foot, stop their footsteps towards love, towards happiness, towards uh, companionship, because they feel everything. like they yeah. turn their back on their well, manhood no, creed. Wow. But the thing is, you know, what, what they don't understand is that's that's a that's a natural process. Absolutely. Yeah, it absolutely. We have is. to grow away from these things in order to grow as men. And a lot of times, people don't understand that the growth process is one of the hurt, most hurtful processes in the world. Mm. If you're not willing to suffer the pain, you're not willing to grow. Mm. Yeah. And for me, it's like I'm a loner, mm. and and it's simply because of that fact. Mm. Yeah. When I have no, you know how arrogant I am. I mean, I have no problem. I, I, do you think you're arrogant? Uh, I'm not. People think I'm arrogant, but I what I am, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, you're straightforward. I'm, I'm, I'm straightforward. Yeah. I'm, 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 I have no no filter. Yeah, I'm gonna say the truth. Say, I was about to say you straight no and, chaser. And, and it, that's it, what I mean. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah. I'm not arrogant, but but people see it as arrogant because I tell the truth about the situations. Yeah, and and a lot of times, I get I get I get to the point where you know um, I be alone because people are not. On my frequency, mm. they're not. They're not same. trying yeah. to do the same things that I'm trying to do, and 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 and, and I'm not looking back. I'm not telling like a certain thing you were saying about uh, uh, the being accepted thing. Yeah, you know we could actually damage our life just trying to be accepted by other people. You Absolutely. can. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, and I've done that. I've you jumped can. through many hoops like a circus animal. Yeah, trying to satisfy the crowd. And a lot of times, even though I satisfied them, I looked at. I, one day I sat good. back, and I looked at the guys that I kept. Jumping through hoops for it, trying to do, and I realized that they was they didn't have nothing. They they they, yeah. they wasn't doing nothing. I'm like, why am I trying to impress mm. these people that ain't even trying to impress themselves? Mm. I'm like, I, I was on a different thing. I wanted something more. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and, and, and from where I came from, it's like I want something more. I'm, I'm gifted. I'm gifted. I, God has blessed me with a gift. He's blessed all of us with a gift. But yeah. I'm blessed to understand mine and use it. I'm blessed to 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 to, to go forward with mine. Yeah. And I, I had to realize, man, that most of the times that 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 I, I was called myself they called me Mike we gonna do this we gonna do that they was doing something I didn't want to do yeah so I, then I, I would still growth. go yeah. but then I'm like no that's it it came yeah. to a point where I'm like, that's I it I think everybody's no going through that cause I've dealt with that I, I said I ain't doing that no more I love y'all I wanna say I appreciate this episode probably more than you guys know mm. um, and I always say me re-listening to this I continue to learn mm-hmm. I continue to learn cause I wanna learn you know Absolutely. what I mean I wanna understand I want to understand different people. I want to understand different genders. I want it to be better. And I want to be able to facilitate that. Absolutely. Because um, I know that's part of my purpose and calling. But first, I want to thank y'all for coming on. Thank Second, you. Thanks for having me. I um, want to give y'all gifts oh, for my, Father's Day. See? Oh. see you see, you see what feminine energy is, bro? Wow. I would have came a long time ago. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't open, don't open it yet. Don't open it yet. Don't open it yet. Thank, um, thank you. Appreciate but, it. But, yes, definitely. Wow. Um, <laughs> so I wanted y'all to take nothing, you know. Y'all see me home, but that? I wanted y'all to take something home because, Absolutely. you know, my my mm. a my dad is not here to give, mm. um, you know, a gift to. But I just wanted to honor you and I want to celebrate you. I thank you for coming on. I thank you for giving us your voice mm-hmm. um, and sharing in a transparent and also just a truthful way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 
I can't wait to do this again because I feel like this is just the beginning of having things like this where men can get around the table and talk. And I love, Docs, what you're mm-hmm. doing. Um, y'all got to come check out Extreme Gym mm-hmm. if y'all looking for a right. trainer, mm-hmm. if you're looking for somebody to kick your butt and give mm-hmm. you some emotional. He gonna give. It's going to be tough, though. He don't play. So <laughs> just so y'all no. don't know, you're going to be sore, but you're going to get better. And he only wants the best for you or you want to hit up Docs. I know Docs you got counseling, you got? meditation, yeah. couples therapy. What else you got? You got Peace um, in the Park coming up. Peace in the Park coming up. The last Sunday of every month. So the next one will be June 27th. Um, we got Blindfolded Speed Meeting. The next one will be July 24th. Yeah. We also do at Above Our Studio. So just stay in tune with me. We always got You got your album events. out or anything? Album out. New yeah. EP on the way. About to shoot another video. Yeah. Yeah. Album out, yeah, there is yeah. no phone. We'll get that for free, free of charge, and it's yeah. an extension of my healing journey. It's lit, but it's not just mindless hip hop. It's some um, food to it that you can listen to with the fans. It is, yeah. it mm-hmm. is, it is. So I love y'all. Thank and you. I love you too, guys. Until next too. time, uh, we'll be back. Yes. We out of here. Peace. Later. Awesome. That was, that was effortless.